This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! It is Wednesday, August 31st, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. I'm Brendan Marcello. Week one is finally here, and the backyard brawl is back after more than a decade of dormancy. And in this game, we shall see two former USC quarterbacks facing off against each other in a rare matchup of former teammates leading their new teams as quarterbacks in week one. JT Daniels with West Virginia and Keaton Slovis at Pitt. Two blue chips type stars who have NFL aspirations who really had kind of entered the back of our minds because we hadn't seen them all that much lately. But now they're two stars waiting to butt into superstars once again. And it all starts when Pitt and West Virginia face off Thursday night in the backyard brawl. To get a unique perspective on this, we turn to Trevor Trout, a former teammate of the two at USC, to get some more intel on these two. Uh, Trevor, thanks for joining us. So, JT Daniels, Keaton Slovis, two great quarterbacks. What are we going to see from these two when they hit the field Thursday night? You know, we're going to see, first of all, what makes college football great. We love the comeback story. We love the that he was great, something happened, this time to come back, let's root for him. And here you got two really good ones. You got two guys and are two great competitors who are in the same room together. On top of that, you got the drama. You got Graham Harrell, who's, you know, his quarterback's going to be the guy who he picked over. And they got... They're working together. You got a guy who he transferred to another school. He's expecting that the receiver he's going to be throwing to, he's going to be there, and he's going to the school he's formerly at. There's so many cool storylines we got here. But at the end of the day, like we want to see these guys go out there and play. And I know both of them want to win these, this game bad. Like, and most people, this might be the game of the week in the United States of America. So, I mean – what to expect, honestly, man, I'm expecting a lot of week one shots, like really getting tricky because where people want the bragging rights. You know, quarterbacks, that's what they love. But we know both coordinators love this. And it's a great look because, you know, obviously Pitt's got a new OC. And then, you know, you got a quarterback like Keaton Slovis, who I can say he's one of the better quarterbacks he's had. And then you got a guy like Graham who has a quarterback he's familiar with. And he just gets to lay it all on the line this weekend, man. So it's just, it's awesome. Yeah, that's the added dynamic to this. You just mentioned Graham Harrell, the OC. OC at West Virginia, formerly the OC at USC with these quarterbacks. It's, it's so much crazy storylines going into this, but let's let's focus here on the quarterback we've seen most recently, and that's Keaton Slovis. He, he played last season, of course, at USC, struggled a little bit through 11 touchdowns, had eight interceptions, but I think a lot of us who really chronicle college football remember just how he busted on the scene in 2019 as a freshman, throwing for more than 3,500 yards, set the NCAA record for completion percentage for a freshman with 71.9% completion percentage obviously an elite talent 
then kind of had a bumpy road last season, and as did USC, as you know. What kind of quarterback is he that you got to witness as a teammate there at USC? One thing I saw with Keaton is like Keaton is a quiet leader type. He's just he's going to go through and about his work just about through what he's doing and what he does from my experience and just you know when he goes out there to go play you know like he's going to communicate with his coordinator because him and Graham are really tight like, that's why I'm saying that's why this is going to be so fun because <laughs> that's really his guy like you know what I'm saying like he used to watch his kids so then you got that and then you have this other component of when Keaton's in the room and JT you know five-star quarterback modern day one of the best high school quarterbacks I've ever seen still really good He's coming in, and then on top of the offense is different for him. Because, I mean, as you know, like, JT was a pro-style guy, you know, and then our offense changed to the air raid. And just at the time, like, you know, it could have seemed as if, like, it was a better scheme fit. At the same time, you have two quarterbacks who have two really weird timelines because we also got to remember, too, no one ever intended on Keaton ever even play at USC. You know, he was he was my roommate. He used to be with us. It's so funny, crazy story. But, like, he's in the room with me, you know, backup quarterback, you know, two quarterback, and JT goes down in that game and then he was ready and he goes out there does that thing against Stanford like it was wild because it happened so fast like we used to have a joke I, Mark my friend Mark would do what he would say how crazy it would be if, if like if like JT went down and Keaton had to go in the game and play and, then and we it were, happened and it happened in the season happened. opener it happened in the season opener. <laughs> like, whoa. like, no one saw this coming with the thing with Keaton, though. It's like, because we saw him in practice, it's like, you knew he would go out there and tear it up. And, like, that's the same reason why he was a, like, mock a top 10 pick last year. And, like, you know, we talk about college football and how, you know, how tricky it is and how fickle it is. JT, by the time he was a junior, he was expected to be in the NFL. Yeah. Same thing with Keaton. Like, there's things that happened in between. Stop that thing from happening right there. Yeah, that's the thing about JT Daniels, for the folks listening who don't know, he's battled injuries. I mean, I remember, heck, I think even his first year, 2018, USC had a concussion and knocked him out, then some other little things. And then he had the ACL tear, which is a massive injury. Plays in 2020 is 4-0 as a starter at Georgia, but he didn't get to start until late in the season because he was still recovering from the knee injury. But was 4-0 as a starter through 10 touchdowns and only two interceptions. But But then... You start seeing the the rise of Stetson Bennett, and he had an opportunity to come in, and the coaches kind of decided at Georgia, hey, let's stick with him. So JT Daniels, in his first transfer season, all of a sudden it's like now he's the backup again, and it's because of injury. And he comes into 2021, starts, but then has another kind of injury, the oblique, and then he ends up transferring. And Georgia should have been his moment, I guess. A lot of us just thought, hey, Georgia's set up to win a national championship. They finally had that. We were picking Georgia to win the national championship that year because JT transferred to Be- Because of JT Daniels, they had the missing piece. They had the big-time arm talent, the big-time NFL-type quarterback, finally. And they end up winning it with a former walk-on. You just never know how crazy it is. So I transition to this. JT's at West Virginia. West Virginia has struggled a little bit here the last couple of years under Neil Brown. Critical year for him. But now you move forward, and JT comes into a situation where I believe that he could turn West Virginia around immediately, but also have West Virginia potentially be a top 15, top 10 team just because of how he plays at quarterback. It was so interesting with JT is like, you know, I'll never forget it. When he transferred to Georgia, you know, he's a California Orange County kid. He gets out there and he starts throwing with those dudes. And like he and I, like we just, we talk ball a lot. And then he got to throw with guys like George, you know, like all these kids from like, you know, the South. He was like, Trevor, this is different. I don't think I've ever thrown to guys like this before. And I'm like, I, I I know you have. He's like, I have some of the best receivers in the country. He's like, got some of the best guards in, in America. Yeah. 
He's like, bro, all I gotta do is run the offense. And on top of that, him and the OC, like they had a good, they had a good communication there. You know what I'm saying? They had a great relationship. It's just he just he got dinged. That's really all that happened. Like you got two quarterbacks who like they got dinged in their career, and then you know, obviously you get like the hurt label, and it just is not fair. But now like here's the redemption time. Like it's the perfect timeline for everybody. Fifth year JT Daniels, like people still know he can play, still know he's good. NFL checks still be had. Then you got Keaton. Fourth-year quarterback is expecting to come out as a third year. He's at Pitt now. They got a lot of their backs that are really good. They got a lot of good offensive linemen. And then they got a fair receiver room. Like, both these teams are going to be competitive. Both these guys have a chance this week to put it on tape and get bragging rights. And that's really what this is all about. And JT, he's got a very uh, veteran-led offensive line in front of him, too, at West Virginia, which is going to be critical in this game because Pitt, their defensive front, as you know, is just legit and is always near the top of the FBS under Coach Pat Narduzzi. How does JT kind of, do you think, handle all that? Does he get the ball out quick enough? I mean, he's obviously a very smart guy, and we were talking off the air about how he, you know, he doesn't need to be told, you know, read through this or whatever. He knows where the ball's going. Well, JT is going to be, he's going to have to just slow the game down. That's the one thing he does because he really plays a lot of this stuff out of the gun pro style. So then you got Graham, who, like, he does things differently. I I think because honestly, this is just me guessing because yeah. JT's an older guy now. And then you got a coordinator where he knows him. You know what I'm saying? And they know there's tug and pull. And then you got to understand that he had to commit to that school knowing he's there, understanding that, look, it's going to be my job. We're going to work together to try to win these games. I think there's going to be a lot of stuff of Graham and JT just throwing just wrinkles in there as they're gone because, as you know, JT likes to play, he likes to walk folks down. And you're not going to get a bunch of bombs here and there or whatever, but he's going to walk you down. That's how he plays the game. And then you got, on the other hand now, like you got Keaton Slovis. He's playing a different offense now. He's playing the air raid his entire college career and then his coordinators on the other sideline top of that like this happens in college football all the time like you really don't think west virginia their defensive room they ask Graham to come in they're like hey what does he like what does he like to see here like if, if we throw this little you know flat zone and they're like is he going to throw it there and give us a pick like this is part of the job it's just war you know so like <laughs> keaton is like i'm interested to see because this oc is so different from the guy he had last, which is Graham Harrell. There's going to be a lot of, like, you know, a lot of kill-kill. There's not going to be less sidelines, so more letting him run the offense, which I think, you know, before that, he got to run it a little bit. This is a little bit different because it's more hands-on, and Pitt's going to be running an NFL system, you know, and they're trying to build the system through nine what he does and these great backs that they have. So it's just going to be really fun, man, just to see, just, you know, watch these guys compete, watching how they play, how these guys score, how they're going to defend each other. Like, you know, just the whole shootout. I'm hoping for a shootout. More insight on the two former USC quarterbacks in the backyard brawl from Trevor Trout after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. You know, I, I listened to you talk about all that. And obviously, we always talk about who's got the advantage. But with JT Daniels, as you said, he's got that familiar system, a familiar coach. Yet that coach is maybe if you were to like maybe put a lie detector on him, would say, I'm closer to Keaton Slovis previously. Uh, But now Graham Harrell is at West Virginia with JT Daniels. Does JT Daniels maybe have a little bit of an edge there because he's playing in a system he's more maybe comfortable playing with? I think the edge goes where, you know, he's an older guy. And the thing is, people know, they know, like, JT's been in a couple schools now. Like, you don't take in a quarterback like JT Daniels unless, like, if he was a problem or issue or whatever, the thing is, he's a real football guy. And the thing is, like, he wants to help. How can we score? Like, how can I go to the iPad and go draw something up to where, like, this is not working? Like, what can we do? You know what I'm saying? When you got an older quarterback like that, like it's you can't do that with like a 19, 20-year-old quarterback. He had like 22, 23, like JT. Like, yeah, like he can sit down and draw it up with like week one game, like big time game. It's loud. You got to get creative. College football sidelines are destructive. You know, so it's like, it's just going to be fun to see that entire war because, like, as you said, like, Pitt, they recruit well on the on the edges. They recruit well. Like, I don't know where they find some of these cats that, like, like them in Houston, like, they just go find these big 6'6", 270-pound long base ends, and they're just, like, kick people's ass. And I'm like, ah, yeah. that's tough, you know. <laughs> but I think, I think Pitt's going to do is, like, obviously, like, control a lot of scrimmage, take care of the ball. To get the ball out on time and on target. And that's one thing I know Keaton has done. Man, I don't think anybody's going to really play bad in this game, to be honest with you. Like, I think everyone's going to play well. It's just going to come down to just, you know, <laughs> it's going to sound crazy as it sounds, but who scores the most points? <laughs> <laughs> so that's very much a John Maddenism. You know, whoever wins, wins the game, whoever be scoring the most points. Who wins the football game? Whoever scores the most points, I think they're going to win the football game. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the season holds? We'll start with Keaton Slovis. What do you can Pitt repeat as ACC champions despite obviously Keaton Slovis being the the new starter there at quarterback without Jordan Addison, who by the way is now at USC <laughs> after winning the Bolitnikov as the top receiver in the country, goes to Pitt to USC this offseason. The transfer portal has made things wild, but what is the future hold? What's the season look like when we're sitting back in December for Keaton Slovis? Honestly, like, you know, it'd be unfair to me to like absolutely like ignore the work of Pittsburgh seen last year. At the same time, I know the guys they have in the room, I think still they can contend and win that ACC for sure. And like people are like, this is a hot tick and that's your boy. It's like, no, it's because I, like what we're saying, the ACC is just overly competitive now. Like <laughs> oh, oh, Miami's here, like the kid, the unbeatable. Like it's not honest. Shout out my guy, Lick. That's my guy, Miami right there. I'm glad he got to go back home do his thing. I'm just saying like, well, these games are going to be hard. Like these are winnable games for a lot of people. Like what I, I can't say Pitt can't beat North Carolina. Like we look at their schedule, what, Pitt doesn't even have to play Clemson this regular season, do that. Like, how is there not a path for them to win the ACC title? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, like, it's, it's, it's more than reasonable. Like, you know. Is JT Daniels the missing piece West Virginia has been looking for to get back on track? 
I think so. Like, I think JT Daniels is that program quarterback where it's like, this is the guy who's like, okay, we need to get our program back on track for the next couple of years. Like, who's going to get us where we need to go? Like, who's going to be the guy that can save all of our jobs? <laughs> it's 18. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you, it's 18. Because 18 can come in the room and 18 can look all the other coaches in the eyes and, like, I can draw this shit up just like you guys can. Yeah. And, and they know, like, one thing, like, I'll say about Georgia, right? The best part of having JT in your room, like, well, we're going to say when someone was coaching JC Daniels at Georgia, all they needed was a quarterback. Like, we know, like, quarterback development at Georgia's is, hasn't been the greatest in the country the last five years. JT comes in, opens up the entire offense. George Pickens is like, yo, I'm not playing unless 18's out there on the field. I'm not going to uh, go out there and waste these good snaps. I'm trying to get to the NFL and almost throw me the ball. Easy money. Like, he makes things easier for people on top of that. Yeah. The guys who play with JT, you never hear them say bad things. This is how people talk about, like, this is the gap year for the program to get us to the next step. This is the type of guy you sign, you know? So now you get to see, like, okay, cool. Is this going to be the rebirth of West Virginia football? Who knows? It could be. But the one thing is, so you bring a guy in like that to make sure you keep your job. And Neil just, Brown did just that and brought yeah, the OC as well in Graham Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he was quartered across, across the SEC even despite all these things. Like, people know what it was, and, like, he made the right fit for him, and he made the best decision because he knows who the coordinator is, and he knows that job's his. It's just good business for everybody. Backyard Brawl, maybe the most fascinating game of week one. Despite all these top ten matchups everybody's talking about, the Backyard Brawl might end up being the most electric and obviously the one with the most storylines. Trevor Trout, former USC defensive lineman, now with Wave Sports and Entertainment. You can follow him on social media at Total Trout Move. Trevor, thank you so much for the unique and fascinating perspective. I appreciate it. And also check us out. So, you know, right here live at 247, you know, my guy, Coach Reed Live, you know, we get to it. So we're going to be watching West Virginia and Pitt this weekend live on playback. And check this out. This, this is all you got to do, Brandon. All you got to do is log in to your to your, to your provider, your TV provider. You can go in and watch the game with us. We might have some cool guests coming in, but regardless, we're going to watch the game because this is the game of the week. And who better to watch it with than me and then your friends like Carl Reed and whatnot at 247 here at CBS. Carl Reed's the man. You know that. I can't you wait know. to watch that and listen to it. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. So for Trevor Trout, I'm Brandon Marcello. Thanks for listening to the College Football Daily. We'll talk to you Friday. Baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.